Hi, and welcome back to the Dovecast. This is Dove, and this is a kind of a special little podcast, a discussion between me and Great Answer about a thread that uh, kind of went viral and nutso on FetLife uh, from the tribe list, uh, dealing with uh, Don't Steal My Style. If you look for Steal My Style, you'll find the, uh, the thread. Uh, in which a uh, local gentleman um, kind of went off on uh, somebody he sees as a, a rival, although he didn't say that in public, uh, did say it later to me in private, and while I'm not going to release what he wrote to me in private, I will definitely talk about it, uh, which involved uh, his feeling that he's invented one specific style of tie and everyone in the world is stealing from him. And this wouldn't have really bothered me too much other than the fact that at the end of his rant, his initial rant, he uh, thanked me for a certain amount of help. And I'll be honest, I I do have a a number of buttons. And and one of the buttons I have, if you really want to piss me off, is if you're not a student of mine, if you're not somebody I've really specifically teach, uh, taught, um, if you're going to be critical about something and include me, especially in a, a, a way to justify your your ranting, please don't. You know, if you're a student, somebody who's who I have trained or who've um, you know has taken my classes to any degree, you know, you have a little more of a claim here. Uh, especially if you're, you know, you're dealing with something where Dove has said this and, you know, you know, you're, you're backing that, you know, you're using that as part of your argument, but to, to use it to justify, you know, your own, you know, inadequacies, you know, please, please just <laughs> don't bother. Uh, in any case, the thread of this uh, was, you know, people are stealing the, you know, this one tie for me. And the, the absurdity of it is that, you know, as much as there are, uh, people have styles. You know, I, I would definitely say Midori has a style. Uh, Lou Rubens has a style. Loki has a style. I have a style. We are all coming from a generic, you know, bondage structure, bondage styles of whatever we are riffing off of, you know, Japanese bondage, Western bondage, European, whatever, whatever kind of bondage it is, you know, we have a background in that. And, you know, style comes not from, does not come from, uh, specifically, uh, what you're doing, but how you alliterate on the themes, if you if you look at listen to any famous musician who has a musical style or a sound, they're they're basing their music off of previous music, and then adding their twist and having the background and knowledge hopefully, to really really put their signature on what may be a you know a, a standard form. Uh, this is, you know, where you get, you know, those great sounds, you know, like the Stones or, or, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Madonna, etc. You know, what they do with these, this music is, is take it and then go the extra, you know, inch or two or nine yards to 
really put their signature on it. But just just to put something together doesn't necessarily mean style. I mean, you mean you've come up with an idea, but it's not style. And worse, when you're dealing with something that's as generic, in a sense, as rope bondage. I mean, there are only so many ways you can put somebody up. Uh, hip harness, chest harness. Uh, you know, I, I, I did actually use a joke in the... I did joke that in the uh, in my one of my response parts of my response was, "Wow, you've reinvented the Swiss seat." You know, this is a a bondage a not even a bondage tie. It's a a suspension tie for mountain climbing that's th- literally thousands of years old, probably not thousands, or, but it is definitely uh, as known as the Swiss seat with you know many hundreds, a couple of hundred years. You know, as long as mountain climbing has been around, and it probably goes back way, way farther because it's just a very sensible way to make a seat. Um, I, I usually joke when people uh, go on, especially when referring to Japanese bondage, as there are Japanese knots. There's no such thing. Um, knots are discovered. They're not invented. Um, there, there's a uh, new uh, way to do a, a certain type of bowling that... Uh, uh, a gentleman uh, has uh, come up with uh, called the Somerville Boland. And while it may be incredibly unique, I mean, I, I don't think I've seen it before, and I'm probably with a search. I don't think I don't think it does exist other than the version that he's come up with. Uh, and by the way, Wicked Dave has a wonderful little uh, demo how to do it, and uh, Lokai has also done a very excellent online demo of how to do it. Um, that is something where you could actually say, well, I've discovered this and I'm unique in having been the first or at least the first to document it. But it's an entirely different thing from I have a style. And more so that somebody is stealing your style. Uh, you know, it's that element you have to have a, steal, a style to steal first in the first place. And in that case, you better have the background. And if you're yelling and screaming, I've tied to you know, over 600 people this year and blah, 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 blah. Uh, therefore, I'm, you know, it's, it's like nobody owes you anything. Um, but this is, you know, going to get ahead of myself. Um, really quickly, um, if you have any questions or uh why don't you ask me any questions or send send me answers or feedback about any of my podcasts? Remember the email address is dove at washi nowashi.com. You can find it on the website and also on the podcast. And if you want to contact Gray, Gray's uh, um, you know got his own little show, which is all wonderful. Um, uh, the Ropecast. If you do a search for that, it's also on iTunes. And or contact you know you can find his contact that yeah, you can find his contact information on his page. A uh, quick, uh, little quick um, housekeeping. Uh, if you want to see me anywhere, uh, I'm going to be teaching uh, at uh, Floating World uh, end of August, and also at Rope Camp right after that in August itself. So wait a minute, I said that right? Actually, it's uh, uh, Floating World is um, end of July. And uh, rope camp is the end. Uh, be, sorry, the beginning of August. I gave it all, getting it all the clumped. Uh, in any case, two great events. Uh, rope camp is, is going to be the first rope camp, so I highly recommend it if uh, you're into rope. It means an amazing, uh, an amazing uh, lineup. And if you're, um, if you've ever been to. Floating World, it's another awesome teaching time and an awesome just play time. So do you, do you feel 
free to come on down there. They could use you and um, there are registrations still open. So come on down for both events. So without further ado, I'm going to turn this over to the uh, cast itself and I hope you enjoy it. And like I said, if you have any, anything you want to add to this, please feel free to leave comments. And now the podcast slide number two, the larch, the larch. Hi, welcome back to the Dovecast. This is Dove. Um, uh, you can't see it right now, but I'm staring at Great Answer. We have video chat, and we're actually chatting. And uh, this is a uh, going to be an episode about <laughs> Gray is now you know, revealing himself to me in the most most obscene way he could possibly do so. He has awesome nipples. Oh, oh just, I can get much know. more obscene if you want. I um, I'm, I'm, you know, dude, I'll drop my pants and just like I'll beat you. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> Just cause. Dove's testicles so big they can beat you through Skype. <laughs> there is a hashtag, and we'll we'll leave it at that. But anyway, this is this is a this is a, a this, this is an interesting podcast where you know you you and I have been around for quite a bit. I mean, I've been a bit around a bit longer. You've been around for about how many years at this point? I was around back in the days when we made our own rope. Oh, wait, that's now. Um, anyway, that might, this is me and me and uh, uh, Murphy doing it where I went. Was it? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, back in the day, we, we had real Mexicans for our beaners. And <laughs> none of those metal shits now. Anyway, sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, you went there. You went there. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, this is PC not, but you, I mean, you, like I say, you're, you've been around, you've uh, been doing this for quite a number of years at this point, you know, I don't want to make you sound old or anything like that. And you, you've had a bit of experience. I'm approaching a decade here, actually, when I think about it. Okay. And, 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 you know, we, we, you know, you've, you've been to Shibari Con, you've, you do, you teach, you've been to other events. I've, I helped start Shibari Con. I've been teaching forever. Oh God, I'm older. And, um, you know, you look at the things that we do, the 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 uh, way you learn, the way you you get information, and um, th- this is this this is about how you. The old saying was it in art, um, uh, a good art is a, is is uh, a pro, uh, was it not not copied? Uh, um, uh, oh God, I can't remember the line. It's uh, good art is you, you don't uh, you don't steal art, you appropriate it or something like that. I forget exactly. Yeah, um... yeah. Just, yeah, that's Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, come on, I wasn't gonna cheat, but okay, go ahead. No, cheating is good. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of them. Help you steal it. Uh, yeah, there, there are variations on the theme. Bad, bad artists copy, good artists steal. How about that? Stolen. Yeah, it works. It's stealed. <laughs> there's good syntax. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, um, you know, the, everyone in order to learn from. To learn how to do anything, you tend to have to copy or steal from somebody else, and then go for it. Uh, if you look at Japanese bondage, specifically, you know uh, the way they teach it. Uh, at least traditionally, the, the, the rumor has it, as it were. I won't speak for anybody, but uh, people would, you know, you, you'd go, you'd, you'd follow the master, he'd tie, and then throw the girl at you. You'd untie and try and figure out what the hell he did, and then you'd later go, "What did I do?" And you'd tie it up, you know, tie the way he he wanted to tie and then later you would take that and build your own style from that right and we essentially that's what you do elsewhere you do that in the in the in the west because um, it's the only way to learn michelangelo and mm-hmm. uh what was they there's another artist that came after him uh that basically did his did you know was his sure. apprentice for a while and then became his own style yeah sure or, or how about any any artist who goes to uh um 
Italy and and copies the masters to learn the styles and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, th- this this podcast is uh, based on some uh, emails that uh, FetLife mails that I wrote to a gentleman uh, who um, titled his uh, post, and we're going to stealing my style, which <gasps> and by 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 my style you mean. His stuff. His stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Although I did, at the end of one of my posts, did, you know, beg him to stop stealing your style, my style, and everyone else's style. But, eh, you know, you know, I don't think he got it. And um, he basically, I mean, you can, you can look up basically what uh, he said online. But the gist of it was, um, you know, he's flattered at everyone, you know, loving his stuff. And, you know, uh, uh, but he's, you know, he well, he's only done very little. He's specifically... Um, uh, created one specific style, a face-up suspension, uh, and none of us had the decency to give him uh, a name credit. He puts up a, a photo of it. Um, you know, he goes on about how hard he's worked at this and how he's done it to make everyone comfortable and girls love him because he makes it comfortable and and it's comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Um, and um, goes on about how if you don't like him personally, blah blah blah, and. Uh, it gives on, you know, the whole, you know, you, you know, the universe will have to deal with you. Uh, you'll have to deal with the universe. But then he throws in a PS, which is where I come into the, all this, which was, while I'm at it, I would like to credit Aaron Houdini for the idea of extra horizontal wraps on the shoulder wraps, straps, uh, so my chest harness, and Dove for his help on my TK tie. I would recommend them both as mentors as they are original and honest network, which, you know, I'm, I, you know, if it was, this were tacked onto a different, you know, thread, I would be incredibly, you know, wow, thank you so much. But, I, w- I would never call you original and honest. I mean, really, <laughs> I wouldn't call me original or honest, uh, dude. I, you know, I, you know, I've been stealing from the people who've been stealing from the people who've been stealing since I was stolen. I mean, you Absolutely. know, uh, you know, um, yeah. But it, it, we w- went on from this, and um, a lot of people chimed in on it. And it, the gentleman has some issues in the scene, which are not part of the scope of this this argument. But. Uh, <laughs> I'm being nice. Is Gracefully nice. put. Actually, I actually got to say, I got to admire you for that. That's thank well, you. Thank well you. Put. Thank you. I, I, I've worked on this. I, I worked on that one line for days. Trust me. And uh, actually, humorously, I got complimented on my reply to him because yeah. um, I, I've, I have a history of basically bitch slapping people in the yeah. past because You're an asshole, though. I mean, we know that we love you for it yes but I, i'm i'm a good asshole i'm not one of the bad that's, assholes that's you know. true. And, and that's the thing is when i read your reply i was like um who are you and what have you done with dove <laughs> yeah that was far more gentle than i would have expected well it was it was kind of i was hoping that you know if he's likes me and he's looking at me as somebody who's you know to look up to kind of thing maybe i can calm him down this was then. I didn't know if he was uh, going to, uh, if he got the message because he went to this whole thing about, oh, I'm not, uh, I'm not listening anymore. So I sent it to him privately, and I got a series of emails which I won't, re- you know, won't specifically quote. Other than, well, I won't specifically read. I will definitely quote where he goes off specifically on another rigger, shows me two pictures, his and the other guys. Um, goes on and on and on and on and then sends a second email before I can respond about how this person is not even um, qualified. He's a poser because he hasn't actually suspended somebody who's Asian or until. Okay. What? (gasps) Shocker. Yeah, exactly. Wait, really? Wait, wait. This guy, he he said that because you haven't suspended someone who's Asian. Yes. You're not a real rigger. 
You're... Wow, that's one I haven't heard before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I haven't been, have I, have I been in a rigger? Yeah, I guess, no, wait. I'm not sure I have actually suspended anyone who's Asian. You, really? I don't, I don't think I have. Well, you got to understand, I have four Asian daughters. So I don't tend to play with Asian people very much. The only Asian people I can think of that I've uh, played with is uh, actually there's someone who you're familiar with, a very petite Asian um, lady in, in the New York community. Um, uh, I won't mention her name because I don't know if her actual name is her C name. Um, gotcha. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't believe I have. And I, of course, now somebody's going to hear this podcast and it'll be the, the Asian person who I did suspend and she'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe you forgot. But, you know, too fucking bad. Um, well, I actually just want to throw it in. I just dug up the email that he sent me privately and I will quote the one line. Um, not to mention this guy never had his hands, not even one Japanese, misspells it, girl, he is a poser. Not even one, yeah, well, you know, that's true. If you haven't actually shoplifted a Japanese person, and you have to be barefoot and wearing sunglasses. Oh, of course, of course. I, you know, here's the thing, I've, I've done the, 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 uh, um, I've done it with boots, but the uh, dark glasses and a dark shirt. And, you know. mm -hmm. But um, wow, yeah, it was yeah, it was just. I mean, the rest of it is just you're like going, um, all right. So l l let me read you what I wrote, so people who are listening have an idea of what this was, because I was being um, nice, <laughs> and I was being nice. I mean, it's you know, um, it, uh, let's see, dig down, David Lawrence, Tombstone. I'm just going through the the list trying to find. Oh God, everyone signed in on this thing. It was awesome. Uh, one of the things I like about our community, especially our community, is we, we don't tolerate, you know, silliness in some ways. It's well, I mean, so we, we, we tolerate silliness. We don't tolerate Absolutely. fools. Let's put it that way. And uh, <laughs> good way to put it. Unless his first name is Philip. Yeah. <laughs> no, Philip Fool is. You know, he's he's not a fool. Fool. He is a fool's fool, which is yes. no fool's gold. But anyway, so here here's my okay. Here's um, to start with. Thank you for the kind words. But may I point out that anything I've helped with is at a 101 level. More specifically, the one class I did for the tribe event. I love how I'm doing this in my own voice, and you can really hear it. Actually, um, okay. Uh, uh, in uh, uh, parentheses, I notice people who are paying attention to my classes, and the times I've noticed you watching me when I work. I know that I haven't given you any private lessons. Uh, uh, or seen you at any other classes I've given. Um, I expect people to take what they see me do and replicate it. This is the nature of rope and life in general. It's how people learn. I find it a bit offensive that you've ranted about being stolen from, but then praise myself and Aaron as two people you appropriated from yourself. I have noted the work you do, and I don't see anything uh, but what everyone else at your level is doing. This is neither a good or bad criticism, just an observation of the structures you're incorporating, which are unremarkable and derivative of most everyone else's work that I know. I'm sure you are very passionate about the work you do. And in order to do this kind of work, you have to be, I can only congratulate, congratulate you on that fire and hope that it leads you to the abilities you desire most. That being said, renting on fed only shows a lack of maturity within the context of the very things you tout as your assets. Never be afraid to say what you have to say, but always expect a response. So that was my first response. The, uh, then he sent me the, the private message, which was just like, wow. My, 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 my response to his private message was one line. You're delusional. Um, my next response, which was based on the fact that, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. And I, you know, screw this. Uh, I guess I'm going to end up using uh, 
I'll just use D. Everyone else can look up his name, so he can't say, like, you're slandering me. I didn't use your name. D, thanks for your response. And you're right. I talked with you and pointed some things out for about 45 minutes, five, five, nah, 45 minutes or thereabouts. My point being, this would hardly be termed by me as ha my having taught you. I would say I gave you some pointers, and that's that. I was very serious when I said that I've helped you at a 101 level, mainly because I don't think you've actually gone past that level in skill. I don't think you were paying attention. Your comment about what I'm doing is standard traditional goes to show how much you're really not paying attention. Having seen how you tie a TK and especially how I see you tie, a a tie it after our talk and claiming that's old school for you is just downright disingenuous. If you want to be able to make that claim, you would actually better know how to tie it. And frankly, I've yet to see that. What I have seen of your tying is overworked, inconsistent, and not very sound. Now to Ow. make... <laughs> Now, to make the point a little more direct, your claim of having originated the ties you're claiming is sadly between your own ears, and worse, your ego. Nothing you've done or shown is anything I haven't seen before over the years for myself and many other riggers. If you think any of it's original, then you need to spend a Saturday night in the Shabarikon dungeon claiming you invented everything you see. Your structures are patterns I've seen since the 90s, not original and hardly groundbreaking at all. A face-up suspension has so many different ways of doing it, and yours falls right in with them. Again, nothing new or that interesting. Reading your response brings to mind an old MASH episode where Major Burns thinks of some Koreans, uh, thinks that some Koreans have buried a bomb and it turns out to be a pot of kimchi. Hawkeye's response was, Frank, you've struck coleslaw, man. Your face-up suspension is simply a chest and a hip harness, no big whoops, and you're using standard wraps to make decorations between your suspension ropes. This is Rigger's 101 stuff. Nothing you can even try to claim is yours. Wow, you've rediscovered a Swiss seat. No, wait, it's kimchi. Uh, your beef with Vito is even more insane since I do happen to know where he gets a lot of his influences and also some of his training. Unlike yourself, he actually knows what he's doing. For you to claim him ripping you off, you would have to claim that most of the, uh, most of the rope scene from here to Seattle has decided you're the rope god and is deliberately ripping you off. What do I see in your ropes is my work, Murphy's, Lokai's, Aaron's, Mark Yu, Jim Duvall, and many other riggers I know personally and by their images. Please, please, I beg you, stop ripping us off. Anyway, um, not everyone's up to speed. The, these are my two responses to this. And, you know, it, it's, this is, this is, um, I think it's actually the first time I've actually run into somebody who's, kind of new to this, in this, at least by my standards and even by your standards, I'd say, you know, um, having the audacity to go, I've invented something, you know, as derivative as this. And it, it's kind of shocking in a way, at least to me, it is. I mean, you know. Yeah, I... Um, I <laughs> God, I've made him I'm, speechless. I'm, honestly, I'm still, I'm still trying, still reeling from the whole Japanese uh, <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> I, I think that you know the this also seems like a place to insert the you know the typical joke of the you know how many rigors does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> for those for those three people who don't haven't heard this joke, the, the answer to the question is it takes one hundred, uh, one person to change the light bulb and ninety nine to stand around and go yeah yeah I can do that, but it's not really shibari. <laughs> um, the wah, wah, wah. Uh, the the thing that I find strange about it. I mean, I, I don't understand. You mentioned it kind of in the way of, of the face-up suspension. That yeah, there really are only a couple of ways to do that. I'll, although I will give you this. Um, there are some variations that can be done based on the individual. Yes. Um, you know, the a, a one-ankle suspension. There is no 
one way to do one ankle suspension that will work on everybody. True. Absolutely not. There are some people who can who are capable of doing one ankle suspensions, and therefore there are ways to do that. And there's ways to make it easier. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, you're not going to find one way to do that. However, um, and frankly, I believe that I've proven this. Um, anyone can be suspended in a face-up suspension. Yeah. It is usually the first suspension that you do. With it's the someone. safest. It's the safest. It is the most comfortable. I mean, um, Lookout and I were uh, the uh, rigging assistants for a Mark U workshop in Minneapolis once, and we had a woman come up who didn't think she could ever be suspended because she was a very large size. And I said, no, absolutely, we can suspend you. And we suspended her laying, you know, face, face up. And her comment was, I could go to sleep right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, admittedly, having never seen this person's work, and I actually I think probably this was before he was in the public scene, um, I, I have to express some gratitude to my TARDIS, which enabled <laughs> me to travel through time and steal his style of comfortable suspension, which he invented. Um, if this is yours, would this be the gratis, not the TARDIS? I guess so. The greatest, I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I go on. It, yeah, it's just kind of... Um, the, the amount of hubris is astonishing, um, yeah. especially in regards to the whole. I mean, the other thing is, I actually tell me this, and as someone who's been in the scene longer than me, you've seen my tie up and fuck em tie, right? Yes. Has anyone else done a tie like that? Yes. Where and when? Because I need to give them credit because, um, as far as I know, that's the only. I mean, I've seen the the one rope suspension that uh, the guy did. But that's a totally different objective. Um, I've seen it in my bedroom. I've seen it at a number of clubs. I mean, I couldn't give you any actual name, but it's. I mean, this is this is this goes back to what's new. I mean, the the structure you're doing, I would call almost nameless, and not in the sense that you know it doesn't have a name. It's they tie somebody up so you can you know fuck them, but it's um, almost every tie that everyone has ever. Uh, uh, come up with or devised the majority of those ties are all variations on a theme and if there's any difference it's the twist goes left the twist goes right um, I've seen it before but you're the first I think who's marketing it specifically as a specific style that you're selling in a class okay selling it okay. well pushing it let's put that you're pushing you're pushing it I, I, th I think what it is yeah. is I, I've taken I, I've taken it I think and maybe this this is the definition of style okay. it's when you take a series of elements and put them together in a way which they have not necessarily been combined in that way before uh, you know? I mean yes. there is there is no new spice correct there are however many new dishes that are new combinations of those dishes um, and I was just I just read a uh, thing about this uh, in this thing of um, whole list of things about copying and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, uh, every every idea is a juxtaposition. That's it, a juxtaposition of existing concepts. Um, and uh, I can't remember the other one in here that, that came to mind, except, um, yeah, here it is. It's Carl Jung, actually. Okay. Uh, he says, our souls as well as our bodies are composed of individual elements which we are, were already present in the ranks of our ancestors. The, quote, newness in the individual psyche is an endlessly varied recombination of age-old components. Um, and I think that's kind of the, the thing. Uh, I was talking with um, Damon Pierce 
um, who arguably could could definitely be uh, said to have his own style. Um, <laughs> yes. A lot of people don't recognize it because his work is so prolific, and he doesn't always get you know credited for it. True. Um, and and Damon was saying, you know, there's human bodies are human bodies. There are only so many ways that you can actually um, suspend them of, in in any safe form. I mean, yes, right. you could you could do the little toe left nipple suspension. <laughs> it's not going to last very long. Um, it's just the way Are it you works. sure? I mean, I, I'd, how, and, how dare uh, you? I think I've done it at least for yeah. now. Well, and, and people like, uh, like you know, Mark Deviat and, and Lonnie, mm-hmm. you know, they do, they have their this style of suspension where, you know, it's a chest harness and ankles, and then she flips around and there's all these crazy, wild and crazy things. Sure. And with all due respect to Mark, Mark can't do that with everybody. <laughs> there are two people that can do that, and part of the reason why that has developed as a style is because of the abilities of Lonnie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, just so everyone understands, Lonnie is like in the physical shape of a Olympic athlete. Exactly. I mean, Geha is the same same thing. Yeah, I mean, when he's talking, when Grace's talking about she flips, we're talking. Uh, think on order of when they do the the, the, the bars in um, uh, the Olympics, the the, the parallel, the, not the parallels, but the non-parallel bars, the ones where it's like two up, one down thing, and they go flipping all over. Right. Except she's doing it between two ropes. And she's not just doing it slow. This thing is at 90 miles an hour. If Mark screws up his cue, she's going to go flying out in the exactly. audience. Yeah, his, his skill know. comes in, in creating a safe environment, and her mm-hmm. skill comes from being able to do things in it. And and it, together, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, it's, it's a case of um, anyone else trying to do that as a standard style <laughs> is going to have a real hard problem. <laughs> Um, and how was and, that and, trip to the hospital, Mr. Lincoln? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, the uh, the idea that his you know style is is being stolen by people, it's like no, that we just all happen to be suspending the same species. I mean, if you really want to invent a new style, start suspending. I don't know, macaws. cows, macaws. cows, 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 yes. cow suspension. suspension. No, that's been done. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. Um, something, something, what's an animal that has not Aardvark. Been aardvark suspension. Snakes. Snake. If you can start with no, I think that's been done too. Fucking snakes in a suspension. Yeah. Yeah, you, you need uh, a certain black man for that one, you know. Fucking snakes in a suspension! Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to come up with something to suspend that's that's never been done before. Yeah. But, I mean... Um, but anyway, I, I guess, yeah. you know, I, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going with this, except to just say that, uh, boy, he's bonkers. He's, you know, <laughs> that's, just, that's insane. Um, I also think, though, that um, I don't understand what he's afraid of. Mm. Yeah, that's a... You no, know, I, I mean, if... I, I can understand wanting to have credit for things. Um, you know, I mean, hell, at one point I had... I, I was alerted that somebody was trying to start a ninja sex poodle group on, on FetLife. <laughs> and this is a person who had never heard of me. Mm-hmm. They had no idea that I was the one who had, who had you know. I mean, somebody else might happen to put Ninja and Poodle together. Well, no, I mean they had heard the phrase Ninja Sex oh, okay. Poodle and they liked it, but they didn't. You know, it had been quoted outside out of context of me, and they were sort of trying to start an order of Ninja mm-hmm. Sex Poodles and things like that on FetLife. Um, and the thing was, is that well, I was actually a little horrified, not because I was worried about having credit for it, mm-hmm. but because they were trying to turn it into kind of a like a rating system with like you know special colored T-shirts based on how level you were, and yeah, it, it was first out order of, of ninja poodle. Exactly. You know, I'm a red belt ninja poodle. Yeah, exactly. I'm an, an RNP. Well, 
so and and that that you know I could see somebody getting upset if people were sort of imitating a style mm. and doing it dangerously sure and doing something yeah. wrong with it but you know hey if people are doing things the way you're doing it well then you know you can I guarantee you that somebody somewhere did things the way that he does things and he's you know unconsciously imitating them mm-hmm. and be grateful that that somebody else is benefiting from your knowledge um, sure your, your style comes not in how you tie, it's how you present yourself uh, in a scene in general. Mm-hmm. And that's actually one of the more telling, uh, one of the nastier comments um, by Incognito later on is uh, she, <laughs> I, won't, I won't even read it right now, but yeah, she yeah. basically re- rips into him. She has a reason. Uh, and uh, yeah, and it's like, you know, honestly, that that's his style. That's what, what she's saying right there. That's the impression he's giving people. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, there are other aspects of the scene, which we won't talk about right now, which everybody has them. I mean, you have them, I have them. We all have sure. people that think that we're assholes and, and probably with reason mm-hmm. um, because not everybody can be as wonderful and genuous as, you know, say a Padre Puno, you know, <laughs> at the time. Um, Excellent bad example. So <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so I, I guess, you know, for me, I would be more concerned with the with, uh, not how people are imitating my knots and things like that, and more concerned with what am I presenting out there in terms of my uh, interactions with others. And, you know, frankly, considering this, this post, he's not doing a real good job. And um, this, is, this is the first impression I've ever had of him. I've never seen him tie. I've never seen, never heard of him before this. And based on this, um, yeah. Well, um, actually, I loved what you just said, actually, because it, it's, um, you know, I've been teaching a long time. I mean, I, I have the, dis- the dubious distinction of the fact that Lokai, when he does his breast bondage class, goes, the first rope class I ever walked into was Dove and another friend doing a rope bondage class. And um, one of the things that I, I look at most in regards to any skill um, is not how much you hold on to the skill, but how you are and how you give away the skill. You know, if you, you know, you want people, you know, people, what's the, the old phrase, uh, 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 duplication is the, is the sincerest form of flattery. And, you know, to be honest, we're not making that much money off of this stuff. I mean, if I'm, you know, if I. <laughs> you're, you're not making your thousands of dollars. I'm not, I, style, dude, though? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I'm well, not well, making well, billions. Now, now that you have a, a podcast, I'm sure the billions are approaching. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um. It, it, I do it totally because I'm actually having fun doing it. Uh, no, it. It's that element that, um, you know, like, why do I do classes? I love teaching. It's a great high. Um, it's really great when somebody comes up to you, you know, days later, years later, and goes, you rocked my world. You you changed what I, I do, and I'm going to go in this direction. And it was wonderful, and thank you. Okay. And even though they just go, I liked your class. You know, just simply, it's it's... Wow, you were paying attention. Thank you. Great. But it's that element that we're all growing on everyone else. I mean, you know, I look back, I always make the joke about, uh, we'll talk about uh, back in the 90s when we were trying to figure out Japanese bondage and, you know, how each time new graphic image came, graphic imagery came out from Japan, you know, uh, from whatever source, you know, we, we started tying or imitating what we could see and it, it gradually built to what we do now. And then there's even more information coming out of it. But if we hadn't done that, we wouldn't have been able to do what we do now. And and this is the whole thing that goes back to the whole um, 
you know, I'm not ripping, you know, don't rip me off. You know, if we are ripping you off, be happy. It means you're doing something that's good. If we're you're we're not ripping you off, worry. <laughs> yeah, you know if nobody else is doing what you're doing. There may be a reason for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, um, and 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 it's it, it's a very important thing of of you know you look at Shabari Khan, all those teachers who who came together, and over the years, you know we're going hey rip us off because we want you to do good, right. You know, and, and, and if anything, we've had to have some classes where we've been like, look, you've been ripping us off, which is good, <laughs> but you're you're missing the point. Yes. And the point is to have hot and sexy fun time, not to do this not exactly the right way. Right. Um, so, so here's a question for you sure. just to play devil's advocate. <gasps> thing. At what point does it become um, a ripoff? Like, let's say that I um, uh, produced a, a large square black and white... Um, photography book with the layout including images of a pregnant woman um, bound and hot wax dripping on her and one with a snake in it and I called it Bond um, James you know, Bond okay? yes. and, and w would David Lawrence be entitled to come to me and say hey you are ripping off my idea of Bound um, which is, has all those things in right. it um, because the, the reason I ask this is because um, a, a professional, someone who does make money right. doing this this kind of stuff, um, who we're not going to name by name, um, but that person was telling me that uh, they have had entire shoots, like they've been years old, because this mm -hmm. person's work is found all over the internet, right. that have been duplicated by other studios and other artists, um, you know, shot for shot, tie for yeah. tie, and it's ridiculous. Um, to you know, to the point where it's like you know you couldn't come up with an original idea in your head for this. Um, at the same time, there have been other people who said, "Look, look, you're ripping off my style." And you know, the only thing the two things have in common is that you know they're both uh, a woman with rope. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, where is the fine line? Well, what point well, does it become derivative? You see, that's, that that becomes a you, the question you've asked is kind of is what I always call a, a blue sky question. You know, Daddy, why is the sky blue? Okay, now we have to discuss, you know, optics, physics. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, on one hand, you know, like, just to separate a few things, the, 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 like, the thing with the book. Uh, there is, you know, there are certain copyright issues with are you creating a derivative work, you know. Um, like, let's say I, I took uh, David Lawrence's book and just took the pictures, ran him through a couple of filters in Photoshop, and then redid the book with a slightly changed name. Now, mm -hmm. this would, of course, be absolutely, yeah, you know, David could sue my ass from here to God knows where, and he'd win because it, it's not converted enough. Now, and you know, I don't, I don't think he would sue you because he lives near New Jersey, and I bet he knows some people <laughs> that uh, they would suddenly become, you know, so where's Dove? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a few months. Hopefully, I would prefer he'd prefer the cash, not the yeah. not the deep break my kneecaps. But yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. But in terms of the the copyright thing, that's one thing. Okay. Um, if I were to then let's say do his book and you know take his book and use it as a basis, um, then it starts getting into a much grayer area because if I'm doing my own photography and the poses, you know, like they're similar poses, but they're not the you know, they're not 100. percent Eh, probably not. Uh, 
Now, you know, it, it's funny you put it that way because I, I mean, looking at my shelf, I have Bound, and right mm -hmm. next to it, I have oh, what did he call it? Interwoven images. Okay. Yeah, interwoven images from Mailerphone, and um, uh, the books. You know, the generally speaking, they could be considered the same. They're both sure. pictures of women bound in different ways, but it never occurred to me until just now when we're talking to mm -hmm. even think of them as being the same. Well, you also uh, here's here's a thing to throw in and think about that, which is. Uh, the we are doing you know both books rely on Japanese style bondage for a large for, uh, a large amount of what they're doing so there are certain specific ties it's sort of like um, if I'm doing a, a, a TK or a, a reverse prayer well who am I ripping off now if I put it in order you know I have a you know if David has uh, let's say in his book, a reverse pair, page one, uh, TK, page two, page three, you know, uh, a chicken leg. And they do the same thing in my book. You could say I'm copying it, but the issue is what am I copying? I'm, uh, he's already copying something that's, you know, X amount of years old and is coming from another culture. Um, am I actually copying his book? There has to be significant crossover in order for, if we're talking courts, to um, you know, to 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 you know, reach a conclusion there. Now, if we turn on um, you know you and me doing this, you know, it's like forget about the, the legality aspect of it. As I slam my my lamp there, um, yes, uh, that becomes another story because you know, think of every Japanese bondage book either by uh, Araki uh, and any Westerner who's done copies of you know you know of of those kind of things or lookalikes and you could say that uh you are um ripping that off but it's are you ripping off the book or are you ripping off the style it becomes a very a different area um if you're doing a shot for shot thing like if i have my book could be held up and you cannot make a distinction between my book and David's book. Sure, absolutely. There, there's like God. I'm, I am, a, I'm beyond a hack at that point. You know, I am totally ripping off. But just because it has Japanese bondage suspension doesn't mean, or or ties or styles doesn't mean that it is a full. You know, I, I am actually ripping them off. I mean, uh, I just did a shoot for uh, uh, this one photographer was, that I was rigging, and we were shooting up at a hundred year old. Uh, barn in up, upstate New York, gorgeous place, and I did uh, about four ties, which I was basing off of ties that I know from, you know, Japanese bondage books. And one was the girl, uh, TK side suspension, legs up, face down, and one of those little uh, uh, Japanese style mirrors on a little draw thing. So she's looking at it with a candle. Okay. Okay. With only light coming down, you know, you can't see anything in the background, and it's, you know, that very, and I'm looking at this going, wow, I've seen this in pretty much every Japanese, you know, traditional style Japanese bondage book. Now, right. am I actually ripping anybody off? Well, I didn't actually have a picture in front of me that I'm going, okay, this line goes here, this line goes here, the depth of focus, but I'm going doing a style that's kind of a, a, a cliché. You know, it just it just reminded me that actually maybe a better metaphor for okay. all this, instead of thinking of it as static images, mm -hmm. would be dances. Okay, um, and I that's mean, a background you know, if, you know very if well. You're gonna, if you're going to have a if you're going to do a tango, 
you know, la, 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 all la, la, tangos la, la. have to look somewhat alike because, mm-hmm. you know, that's why it makes them a tango. Um, <laughs> exactly. Style and, thereof and, yeah, tango. The, the style is in the way you perform it. Yes. Um, not in the actual steps themselves. Now, you may have a couple new steps, but it's just as likely that somebody will look at those steps and say, oh, that step, that's from the cha-cha. Mm-hmm. You know, you're ripping off the cha-cha to do this. And you're, you know, you don't, don't steal you, my cha-cha. Exactly. How dare you steal my tango? I was doing the tango, you know. <laughs> and by the way, I, I have performed a bondage tango, so anyone else who does that, I'm afraid you are now being derivative and ripping off my style. So um, You heard it here first. Yes, exactly. Gray is announcing he owns I, a dance. Yeah, exactly. In fact, um, it's kind of funny. I'm looking at some of Master Vito's work. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Master Vito, sure. and I noticed that he likes to use the um, what I call the body corset. Mm-hmm. It's when you have a, a ladder tied down a limb and then sure. you lace them together. Now... Or sometimes you call that the the sausage tie. I I can't I can't remember exactly where I first saw that, but I know I didn't first see it in Master Vito's stuff, and mm-hmm. I also know that, um, you know, I knew Master Vito before he was doing rope bondage, so, um, I, I I'm not saying that he got it from me. I'm saying that you know, he got something, and mm-hmm. and his style I believe has much less to do with that particular tie, which I've used in performance, which uh, mm-hmm. I learned it. I can tell you I learned it myself from um, JP up in Toronto and he learned it from uh, Leon in in uh, Chicago right. so I know I know that that when he went I can also trace my Tecate Cote which I learned from Lookout and Lookout learned from Osada Steve and Osada Steve learned from Osada Ichi mm-hmm. who I believe learned it from Os, um, from Ito Siu. so you know it, it goes back to you know it, 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 it is fun to trace the lineage of these yes. things, but again, I don't think you could say that Lookout is copying Osada Steve's style, mm-hmm. nor am I copying Lookout's style, nor right. is Vito copying Leon's style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't, I don't get where rope people are are considering the things that they learn, um, the the knots themselves to be to be the styles. Uh, it, it seems to me to be a lot more about the person. Yeah. And, uh, and and quite frankly, if you want to go that direction, um, <laughs> looking at the particular the original poster's um, appearance, shall we say, it's it's not that unusual. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen other riggers who, who look like him. In fact, if you put up, it's you know the joke of everybody looks alike. In fact, here's one you may not know yet: at Fusion, proof that all riggers look alike. <laughs> Rigger J was was in the class, and somebody said, "So Midori, tell me how to do this." So, so yes, uh, you know, it's, it's not just uh, you know me and Leon being mistaken yeah. for Lookout and uh, Lokai, or or Lookout and Leon being stuck in, mistaken for the two naughty boys. But no, I know I was mistaken for somebody with somebody Rig- else too. Rig- yeah. Oh, um, no, actually, who was it? I thought you would have. Yeah. <laughs> who thought I was, person, was No, another person there who, who was, was thought, somebody thought he was Dove. Yeah. And we were like, no, 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 look at his feet. Dove has no soul. Yeah. Um, oh, which reminds me, I have something to show you. Uh-oh. Sorry, this is kind of off topic. That's a, perfectly okay. I, you know, we, we must entertain ourselves. You know. I, I, I took this down from the Fusion board. I don't know if it's going to be backwards on the camera Uh-oh. or not. No, it works out. Uh, great answer, Smug. <laughs> oh, God, who wrote that? Great dancer is so much scarier than Dove. Yes. Really, Dove has was it? I can't see the words. Dove has no soul. Something or other. I can't read the last little part. Smiley thing. No, no. The 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 word the, the last little word. Dove has no soul though. 
Oh, though, that was the word, though. Yeah. And who wrote so, this? Courtney. Uh, you remember Courtney from Bound in Boston, the one who hid behind you in order to get away from me? Oh. And I was like, yeah. Really? Like, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm saving this as my proof that I am, in fact, scarier than you. I think. I think we're going to have a ha have to have a talk, Courtney. A perhaps, very long talk. I think perhaps we should have a three-way talk with Courtney, though, and then she can really try to decide who is scarier. Oh, yeah. I always like ping pong.